The Corporate Climb is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking, trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone, and a very happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's your girl, D, and my co-host. Sparky! That's right, that's right, and together we bring to you the Corporate Climb Show, airing every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. I'm talking Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Google, Spotify, you name it, we're probably on it. And if we're not on it, shoot me an email at thecorporateclimbshow at gmail.com. Let me know I'm not on your favorite podcast platform, and I'll see what I can do about that. Yes, yes, yes. And if you like what you hear, also follow us on Twitter at the Corp Climb. That's T H E C O R P C L I M B. D. How was your New Year's Eve? What you do? <laughs> my New Year's was real low key. My New Year's is generally low key every year. I don't I don't really like to go out too much anymore. Um, but I stayed home, watched Deal or No Deal with my mom, and uh, we ate some food. We celebrated her birthday. Her birthday was on the 30th. My sister's birthday's on the 31st. So happy birthday, Brie! Um, but you know, we just we just hung out at the house and uh, uh, kept it simple, really. Nothing crazy. Little little bubbly, little cake, little food. Uh, about somewhere about 12 o'clock for the countdown. I FaceTimed Scott, who was home at, at, at his house due to some COVID uh, exposures and items like that. You know, it's just the world we live in. You know, we make plans and then things get canceled because someone gets COVID or sure. they get exposed to COVID. And you just got to stay safe. So that's where I was at this year. What about yourself, Sparks? What was up with you? Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear about you and Scott having to do New Year's uh, separately this year. But it's the world we live in. You know, Every, everyone's uh, getting exposed to COVID or are catching COVID like they're catching po- Pokemon and Pikachu's, right? So we just gotta, we just gotta stay safe, wear a mask, you know, get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. That's your business, but just stay safe and be mindful. We always talk about practicing mindfulness, and now's the time to do it. Really, be mindful of your whereabouts, and uh, it's not just about you; it's about everyone around you. So, yeah, sorry to hear about that, but I hope Scott is feeling better. And um, as far as me, I did what you did. I stayed home. Watched a movie. I didn't make it to 12 o'clock. I never make it to 12 o'clock. <laughs> you know, this is actually the first year in a few years that I've made it to 12 o'clock. Typically, I fall asleep. I wake up somewhere about 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I watch the recap of the performances that were taking, uh, taking place in L.A. and New York City. But this year, I got to watch it live, so I'm pretty proud of myself, especially because, you know, I'm like a grandma, you know, I, I go to bed very early because I, I try and get up early and then the nights that I can't go to bed early and I'm up till one, two, three o'clock in the morning, I still get up around five, six, seven o'clock in the morning to do my regular morning routine. Uh, but this year, you know, I was able to stay up and then I slept in a little bit. Uh, or I tried to. Uh, my mom got me up a little bit early when she left. I went back to sleep. Uh, but I, I t- had a very relaxing weekend, to say the least. And um, it was it was well needed. It was a, a crazy end of the year for me at my job, you know. We're, we're migrating from one HRS system to another, you know, working with finance because, it's, hey, end of the year, taxes, you know, everyone wants their W-2s, 1095Cs, which, by the way, every employer owes their employees W-2s and 1095Cs no later than January 31st of this year. So if you haven't already got those out in the mail, please work on that because people are trying to get their taxes done. 
I know I'm trying to get my taxes done way early this year. Like the yes. second I get my W-2s, yes. my 1095Cs, I am just going to be doing my taxes early. I waited to the bottom of the ninth last year. And let me tell you something, what a nightmare it was trying to get everything together at the last minute. I will not be doing that again. So, yeah, 1095Cs, W-2s, all due no later than January 31st of this year. Yes, that is great advice to give those that are listening who maybe were wondering when their employer owed them their documents. That is January 31st. That is best and final. Sometimes extensions apply, but for the most part, employers, please have your 1095Cs and W-2s to your employees by the end of this month so they can do what they have to do for Mr. Uncle Sam. Let's get into it with some music before we rock and roll and get into our show today. This is Alan Stone. Consider me. If you're looking for somebody who don't judge you from your past and focuses on only things to help them make it last. If you're looking for somebody who Put up with your shit And fight fire with fire Without burning you will be Oh, if you want real attraction You're in skin with fashion So want to set your spirit free Someone that you're obsessed with And that you feel blessed with Baby, you're like is you consider me consider me consider me consider me won't you consider me consider me Yes, yes, yes. Alan Stone, Consider Me. What a great record. And not just a great record. It's actually a really good music video. And again, I said this before on the show and I will continue to say it again. I am not the biggest music video person at all. But I love a good video that you can tell someone took the time to create it, to think about it, to process it, to show the viewer emotion. You can feel it just watching it. Alan Stone's Consider Me video. It's about this couple, uh, a Caucasian woman and a African-American gentleman. And, you know, they were going through, they had met when they were kids and it just showed you the timeline of them growing up as kids and then teenagers and college and then later on their adulthood and then up to the proposal and just that, that journey, it captured the journey in all of four to five minutes. It was such a unique video. Definitely recommend checking it out. Um, and if you don't like anything else about the video, if you, the gentleman from How Stella Got a Groove Back, I, I think his name is, uh, why am I drawing a blank for now? Tay Diggs. He's in the video. Um, so definitely check that out. How did you forget about Tay Diggs? He's only been in some of the most epic black cinema films today. Uh, you're talking the best man, 
the best man holiday, how Stella got a groove back. That's just to name a few. I think he popped his face on the Empire, that Empire show for for a short time. Spinny's in a lot of stuff. Uh, can't draw a blank on Tay Diggs Day. Come on. <laughs> My apologies. I can hardly re- remember what I wore yesterday, let alone recall movies that came out in the late 90s and early parts of 2000. So forgive me for that, guys and gals. Sparks, you know, I should have asked this in the beginning of the the episode, but did you make any uh, resolutions or New Year's resolutions for this year? Hmm. I mean, outside of what everyone says, I want to be, you know, healthier, eat better, lose a few pounds. Uh, right. No, nah, I kept it. No resolutions. Typical stuff. It'll be the same stuff next year. What about yourself? <laughs> you know what? Same thing as you. I didn't really set any uh, true resolutions or goals for this year, um, you know, that I want to hold myself accountable for. But I did you know, really start to think about how I was going to change a little bit of how I operated, uh, at least from my, uh, during my, for my corporate purposes moving forward. Um, You know, this year I'm definitely going to practice more of picking up the phone versus responding on an email when I can. I think we are losing a lot of our social skills, just being able to just respond fast on a text message or in an email. So this year, I'm definitely going to challenge myself to pick up the phone more and to respond on the phone when I can. If I have to follow up on an email as a follow up to our our conversation for documentation purposes, or just so people have references, if they forget, I'll do that. But I definitely want to practice more of picking up the phone to respond to things that I can. um, And developing those relationships versus just uh you know getting to know the the, the employees and, and and stuff through an email i, I want to be more uh empathetic this year so that's that's one of my goals and you know just to open up those lines of communication picking up the phone and and, and calling somebody up that, that's a goal for me I guess it's not even a resolution but another goal that really focuses on what we're going to talk about in this episode is i want to be more confident in myself at work. And what I mean by that is, and I'm a very confident person, but for the longest time and up until extremely recently, up until probably, you know, uh, before I go into work on Monday, I always found myself, uh, you know, in situations, you know, where I have to explain my background to people. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're heading a department, especially, you know, in your young, in your, at a younger age, you know, and I want when I say younger, I mean, if you're, you know, 40 or younger and you're heading a department, um, often uh, based on my experiences and things that I've observed, it's a little bit harder because people look at you like you don't know anything, right? How can you know what, how can you know everything or how, how can you be an expert in something when you haven't put in the the years that they've drafted in their minds uh, is worth someone saying, oh, they're credible, they know it, don't question what they do, right? So I've always found myself in positions where I have to explain my background. I have to explain, listen, I've been doing this for X amount of years and in my experiences, I've seen this and at my last employer, we did this and, you know, uh, you know, just... I'm done explaining myself to people, especially as a department head. I feel like employers hire people to to be the experts. And you once you, you've gotten the job, you're already there. The interview rounds are over, right? Now all you have to do is put the work in. Now all you have to do is check off the objectives that you've been given and, and, and do it successfully. There should be no going out to market and getting 20 other opinions when you hired someone for theirs. And I think this year I'm going to focus on putting the work in without explaining myself. 
you know, putting the work in without reminding people that I'm supposed to be exactly where I am, right? Because I'm already there. You're already there. So there's no need to continue to remind people of how you got there when you're already there. The goal is not to focus on the past, right? Alan Stone says this in one of his records. It's not to focus on the past. It's not to harp on the past. It's to focus on the things that will make this situation last, right? It's to focus on the now and focus on the future, not go back into the past and remind people of all the work you've done that makes you who you are. You know, there's often times where I'm in situations and it's not just at work, but, you know, out, out in life and people, you know, they have to remind you that they have doctorates and masters and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, that, that's great. Good for you. Um, but, you know, I know a lot of smart people, as Elon Musk says, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, unintelligent people with bachelor's degrees and master's degrees and doctorate's degrees, right? You have degrees and that's great, but it doesn't really make you an expert. It doesn't really make you intelligent. Now, I hope it gives you some type of something to give you a little bit of a enhancement in the workplace or enhancement in life. You All that schooling, I hope you picked up something, but it doesn't cement you being intelligent. It doesn't guarantee you knowing everything or you being the go-to person for all the answers. So this year, I want to focus on, at least for me, like I'm done. I'm done explaining myself. I'm done. I'm going into meetings prepared with facts. I'm going into meetings already expecting to get pushback and having answers for the pushback that I expect to get. That way it's done in the meeting. We can leave it on the table and move on. So I'm just going to approach things a little bit differently this year, but I'm certainly done explaining myself, if that makes sense. I love it. So you're just done. <laughs> That's the topic of, of the show today, ladies and gentlemen. It's I'm done. I'm done explaining myself. I'm done justifying why I did what I did. I'm done telling you what to do and then explaining to you why I have the authority to tell you what to do because I was hired to do those things, so let me do them. I'm done. We hear you loud and clear, D. And it's true what you said, right? There's a lot of people, many people in the world, who have made it without college degrees. You know, Ratish Argawal, CEO of OYO Rooms, and Bill Gates, co-founder of Microsoft, Michael Dell, CEO of Dell Technologies, Mark Zuckerberg, we all know, CEO of Facebook, Steve Jobs, founder of Apple, all were successful in their own ways in business without college degrees. And people don't ask them who, what, when, where, why, how. They've built their credibility based on performance. They've built their credibility based on producing products and providing the consumer with solutions that make sense, that are usable, that are relatable, that are likable, that are marketable. And they did this all without college degrees. Now, we're certainly not telling people to not go to college because Danielle, we all know, Dee likes to learn, right? So she, she's a lifetime student and that's okay. But what we're saying is this, you don't have to have all of these plaques on your wall to be good at your job. Now there are certainly jobs that require certifications and bachelor's degrees because there are certain things that you probably only will be able to at a foundational level pick up in school or organizations just want you to have these things as prerequisites because it, it look 
you make them look good at the end when they say, you know, 70% of our team has bachelor's degrees, 10% have master's degrees, 5% have doctorate's degrees, and we have 200 certifications company-wide. That sounds good. And when you're in a business that is selling to a consumer, there's an end user, right? The end user is probably going to be more confident and comfortable doing business with you because to them in their mind, there are smart people based on book smarts based on degrees behind on the other end of that conversation and that's all good and well but sometimes many times if you work hard enough and you stay focused and you stop explaining yourself and you just say I'm done telling you who what when where why how let me show you people will follow suit and you will f find success in that manner so, so I love it. I love that team, that theme for 2022 for you, D. I'm done. That's the motto for this year, ladies and gentlemen. It's I'm done, dot, dot, dot. Let me show you. I'm, I'm done. You know, um, I, I don't even got to get into that discussion. Let me show you. That's the motto this year. Let me show you. And when I'm done showing you and you can see the proof is in the model, you can see the proof will will manifest itself in, itself in time right i'm putting together all these pro policies and these practices and these good benefits these added value things to our organization you know what let's put them in place six to 12 months from now let me show you the data that proves that we are in a better position than we were before this conversation even began let the let your work show you off let your focus tell your story let your wins that people can see let that represent who you are the resume is great the plaques on the wall they look good especially in your background on your zoom your zoom room meetings and all that stuff we all love to see all those those plaques on the, behind and behind your camera it's it's fantastic it makes you look great but the proof is in your work stop explaining yourself to people you know you got it you know you got it you got this so just show sh show them the proof will be in the final product. Make them a believer in you without having to explain yourself and sending long-winded emails. Just do the job. You got this. You got this. Before we get any further, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to give a big shout out to our partners over at HRMA of Princeton, Garden State Council Sharem, and Soul Hire. We appreciate you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for allowing this podcast to move all the way to episode nine. We look forward to your partnerships continuing with us for episodes 10, 11, 12, and beyond. Sparky, I think I want to get into some music. What do you got for us? Yes, I'm so in this Alan Stone vibe right now. So let's keep it going. Alan Stone, unaware. Check it out. You than you own Well, Papa always said to me Well, keep a close eye on your authority
Push, pull, and tear, but can't stretch it any farther. All you do is push, pull, and tear, but can't stretch it any farther. That is so appropriate for the message on today's episode. I'm done. If all you can do is push and pull and tear someone's work apart, but can't stretch it, that's all you're doing is pushing someone and pulling someone and tearing them apart. But you can't stretch that any farther. That the buck stops at your criticism. You are not doing your job. You are not doing your job. I'm going to say that again. If all you are doing at work is pushing someone, pulling them, and then tearing them apart, and that buck stops there, you can't stretch that message any further. You can't make it make sense. You can't tie that conversation back into something positive, into some constructive, constructive feedback, constructive criticism. You're just tearing someone apart. Especially if you're in a management or leadership position, you are not doing your job. And on the flip side of that, if you're if you're working and all you're doing is critiquing someone and pushing them and tearing them apart and pulling them down, you're not doing your job as a team player. Make sure when you are going to work and you're at the workplace that you're not just pushing and pulling and questioning people. That in, in that method to that madness, there is a point and a purpose, and it's to build a team, it's to lift a team, it's to promote and inspire collaboration. Yeah, push someone and push someone and pull someone and tear their work apart, sure, but 
have, make it make sense. Don't just do it because you can. Do it with a purpose and make sure when you're done doing all that, that you come back together and you collaborate and find a solution that, that helps uplift that person. It helps uplift you in the process and the business. There's no need to keep pushing, pulling and tearing someone, but you can't stretch that conversation any further. I love that message in Alan Stone's song, Unaware. He also says something else that I think many of you missed. He says, you say that you care, but I was unaware. Isn't that interesting? If we put that into a workplace context, right? When your employer says, I appreciate you. I respect you. I, 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 love, I love the work that you do. You're like, thanks for the words. But I, I wasn't even aware of that until you told me. Don't, don't give people empty words at work. Give them something that they're like, you don't even have to tell me that. I just know. I, I just know because you keep giving me work because you trust me with the work. I know because you keep giving me a voice in the meetings. I know that you care. I'm aware that you care because we keep circling back to different conversations and bouncing ideas off each other. And every day we're building rapport together. I already know that you care. You don't even have to tell me that. But when you tell an employee that you care about them and they're looking at you like that's news to me, you did something wrong. You shouldn't just tell someone that they're doing a good job once a year in their employment employee reviews. They should know that all year round. And they should also know when they're not doing a good job so they know how to fix it. That way when they get to those end of the year reviews that you can say, listen, in Q1, you started off here, but we, we, we got it together and I saw you trying to turn the work around in Q2 and Q3 and look at us now in Q4. And oh, what a 180. Nice job. All right. Don't just don't just tell someone you care and they're and they're shocked. They're not aware. Allow them to feel that throughout the year in 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 other things besides words. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's my short, sweet, and to the point message today. I'm done. I'm done trying to explain to you who I am. Let me show you. And I hope that you all receiving this message, you're done explaining yourself to people. I hope that. When people push, pull, and tear, you can shake that off, dust that off your shoulders and say, you know what? All good. I'm just going to show you that I'm worth it. I'm going to keep showing you that I'm good enough, that I'm better than enough. That way there's nothing for you to push, pull, and tear at. There's nothing there. And when you do decide to do it because you feel like showing off for a second, you're the one who looks foolish. Because my work here is done. My work here is certified. My work here is established. It's been validated my focus tells my story. My focus, my hard work, my dedication will give your push, pull, and tear nothing on me. I hope the rest of your week is a good week as you kick off 2022. I hope you bring that good energy and those positive things into the following week. And until we speak again next Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google, Deezer, you name it, we're probably on it. If you like what you heard, you can also follow us on Twitter at The Corp Climb. And if you missed the episodes or you want to hear previous episodes and you're not a morning person, check us out on our website, www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Click tune in and you'll have access to our whole database of shows. Until next week. Sparky, take us away. 
Hey everyone, it's me, Sparky. Thanks for joining us today on the Corporate Climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at the Corp Climb. See ya!